Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism podcast. This is episode 49. Episode 49, and we're going to be talking about how the COVID-19 vaccine has affected your periods. I'm so excited for this one because obviously we've talked about how we're both vaccinated Mm -hmm. and it was weird because one day we were just talking about like somebody said like, yeah, since I got vaccinated, my cycle's been off or something. And we were all like, yes, like literally us two, our mom, our two sisters, like Mm -hmm. all of us were like, yeah, something is off. Mm -hmm. So that was the inspo for this episode. Yep. And before we get into it, though, anything? Hmm. Any updates? Well, we just got boba. Yep. And it's really tasty. (laughs) Yeah. So I've always had an aversion to the actual boba, like the tapioca boba, Mm -hmm. because one time I'd never had it before. And then I tried Ken's, I just thought it was tea, but it had the tapioca in it. And I slurped it up and it was slimy and I wasn't expecting anything like chunky. And it just like really grossed me out. And so I never had it after that. But we get, I go and get boba all the time. I just get the tea. Mm-hmm. And so then this So you time, don't get boba. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I just say boba because yeah. it's the tea. Yeah. Um. So then this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it again. Like, because now I'm expecting it. And then I just slurped up one little boba. And that sounded really gross. Um, I slurped up one little boba ball thing whatever mm-hmm. and chewed on it but then I just got the grossest image in my head and I can't do it anymore so I'm I've moved my straw up like really high so that I don't <laughs> suck up any boba you know it's not for everyone that's okay I told her I was like just save me the boba because your yeah. drink is actually good she got matcha yeah I got matcha and it's actually really really good yeah I got it last time just matcha with a little bit of vanilla mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I just really like Maybe it's just because it's, like, an Asian drink, like, from Asian culture, and, like, I love Jared's culture. Mm-hmm. But everyone I, else in the family likes it, too. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is. I turned everyone onto it. Not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I, you know what it is? You know what I imagined? It's – I saw a video one time about how if Boba sits – this was probably fake. Ew. Okay, I don't want to hear that. What are you going to say? Well, it was, like, little bugs. Ew. But I'm pretty sure that was fake. But that's like, I just saw a video about it and it was like, this is what happens if Boba sits overnight. And then it was Ew. like little bugs. And I was like, okay, I can't tell if that's maggots because of like, you know, flies that land on But it was just really gross. And so I just can't. Okay. Well, that's fine. You don't have to ruin it for everyone else. <laughs> but you like it I have it a already. feeling that's fake because like the girls have left like half their drinks overnight in the fridge and it's been fine. Yeah, well, because it was in the fridge. It was most definitely fake, but it was just, like, that image I can't get out of my yeah, head. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. yeah. But and, like, if you're going to spend seven bucks on a drink, get something you like. Yeah. yeah. Like, I tried the boba again. Right. You I, gave it a try. I gave twice. it a try. But I'll just stick with my regular tea. That's, yeah, that's great. But it is nice to have, like, a little drink while we It is. I know. We love it. We're editing all day, or all morning tomorrow. You're like, all day? Yo, wow. what? Um, But, yeah, we just love drinks. We're a drink Yeah, family. we really are. Dutch. I like Dunkin'. You hate Dunkin'. I hate Dunkin'. Starbucks um, all the way. But, yeah, yeah. Dutch, Kung Fu, tea, Kung Fu Tea, Polar Pops from the gas station. Not me anymore. Oh. Yeah. I'm a classy lady now. <laughs> I have no shame in rolling up with my big styrofoam cup. My big 79 cent soda. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, we have a gas station, like, literally right around the corner from our apartment. 
And I was like, Jared, I'm really, really craving a, <laughs> a big cherry coke. Oh my gosh. And he was like, you want me to go to the gas station? I was like, yeah, please. He's like, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> he comes back with like the extra, extra <gasps> large. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, though, a big cherry coke is so good. So good. That is like my kryptonite. Like, I love cherry coke. You <laughs> okay? Um, can I say what you said when we got cherry coke? What? <laughs> we we had we were up um at our sister's volleyball tournament last weekend. <laughs> And so it was like an hour and a half drive. So we stopped on the way back to get some drinks because we had woken up early and it was a long drive. So we were tired. And we need a drink. Yeah. So uh, we stopped and got some drinks. She got cherry Coke, took a sip of it, and she said, that is orgasmic. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a long day in a gym watching volleyball day. And the lady took our Dunkin' away. So we didn't Uh, have our drinks. Yeah. Even though you hated it. Yeah. But it, yeah, I'm sorry. It was good. It was so funny. It's like the funniest reaction. I was like, oh my gosh. Jeez, <laughs> overreaction. I was like, wow, that must be really good. But then I tried it and I was like, dang, why did I just get the regular? Why did I get the cherry? <laughs> cherry Coke all the way. Anyways, that so was it. Funny. Any updates from you? No. Okay. No, nothing new. Okay, well, let's get into the feminist highlight. This week I picked a few people to highlight. They're all Olympic athletes from this past Winter Olympics. Okay. I believe the Paralympics are going on. I'm not positive. I, yeah, I think so because they're always like right after. Yeah. I didn't even really watch the winter one. But um, so Alana or Elena, I think it's Elena Myers Taylor. She's the most decorated black winter Olympian ever. She has five medals total, two bronze and three silver. Wow. And then Alana Myers Taylor and Kaylee Humphreys, they're the first women to medal in women's monobob from Team USA. Elena won silver and Kaylee won gold. Um, so I actually became obsessed with bobsled. I lied. I I have I did watch the Olympics. Yeah, a couple. But I just best. watched bobsled and I was so fascinated by it and I actually watched them. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, so I recognize their names. Um, I'm pretty sure we watched them together because, remember, you literally looked up, like, how to get into bobsledding? <laughs> oh, yeah, you were there. Yeah, I yeah, was there. I was like, I'm convinced the same amount that, okay, you know how people are, like, always convinced that, like, oh, this institution is just, like, a front for money laundering. Yes. I'm convinced that bobsled is not a real, like, how do you get into it? How do you? Because you Googled it. There was, like, nothing. Yeah, I was like, how do you, like, it was just, like, when I Googled how to get into bobsled, it was all just, like, apply for the the Olympics. And I'm like, wait, but how do you train? Yeah, how do you start? How do you get a bobsled? How do you train? How do you go in the course? Like, all this stuff. Seriously. I don't get it. So I'm just fascinated. But we did watch them, so that's cool. That is really cool. And I just took all of these, like, really cool moments from Team USA's Instagram, so... Okay. Check it out if you want more. Shout out. Whoever their social media person is <laughs> yeah, really doing a good job. Actually, they did. Erin Jackson is the first black woman to win an individual medal in speed skating. She won gold. Jessie Diggins is the first American woman to medal in an Olympic long-distance cross-country race in silver. Wow. She won silver. Um, That was a ski cross-country race, mm-hmm. I think. Abby Rogue is the first indigenous woman to play Olympic hockey for the United States. Kelly Curtis girl wow (laughs) it's just so funny (laughs) Kelly Curtis is the first black athlete to compete in skeleton for the United States that's really cool like the first black athlete in general like man or woman oh wow 
That's crazy. It's literally 2021. Yeah, I know. Or 2022. 2022. Oh my gosh. Okay, I still write the date as 2021 unintentionally. I yeah, I did that the other day. Oops. It doesn't feel like it should be 2022. Mm-mm. And it's such a mouthful. 2022. 2022. Yeah, too much. 2023. Imagine that. 2037. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Timothy Leduc. Um, they are the first publicly out non-binary athlete to compete at the Winter Olympics. Wow. Yeah, I actually want to do- look more into into them because there was a lot of like coverage and media because mm-hmm. it's really cool. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. Yeah. Wow. Well, those are all amazing highlights. Um, Definitely really cool, especially Skeleton and the bobsled. I'm just still stuck on how you get into it. Like, like honestly. What sports do you want to do, honey? I want to do skeleton. <laughs> like, I, I want to get on a board type thing and lay flat on my stomach with while I'm going like 90 miles an hour on this yeah. track. Like, that is so dangerous. But yeah, how do you get into that? I want to do monobob. (laughs) It's just like funny. Like you never hear about how like they get started Mm -hmm. really. Yeah. If anyone knows, like someone please DM us. Please. It keeps me up at night. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. So for this episode, like Haley said, we're going to talk about how the COVID-19 vaccine has affected periods. So I initially when I started the research for this article, like I Googled that exact thing and a ton of articles came up on the topic. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of information out there. We pulled all of you, our listeners on our Instagram. It's at real talk about feminism pod. We do polls occasionally and we have like, you know, information. If you want to like stay up to date, we have sneak peeks, whatever. So definitely go give us a follow. Yeah. Yeah. We polled our listeners um, and we said, if you were vaccinated against COVID-19, did you notice any changes in your cycle and period? Out of 24 people that voted, 83% said no and 17% said yes, which was shocking to me. I was like, shocking. oh, how? Okay. Um, and like I said, like us and like our the women in our family, like we all had changes, like noticeable differences. Yeah. And the other thing that's weird too is... I went to the doctor in August and of she 2021. of 2021. Okay. Yeah. And you know how they just like ask, how's your, is your menstrual cycle mm-hmm. regular? When they always ask for like the last. Yeah. Yeah. And so she asked that and I was like, oh, my last period was this. And she was like, okay, is it normal for you to be abnormal? And I was like, well, it is. But I told her, I was like, it's been a lot more abnormal since I got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And my doctor or she was an NP. She was like, oh, same. She was like, my cycle has not been the same since. And she's like, I've heard a lot of other people too. So I was shocked by those results. It's yeah. not even like close to being like even 50, 50. No, yeah. 83 and 17. That's crazy. Yeah. But obviously there's enough people who have noticed a difference for there to be so many articles and stuff. Right. So right. I'm excited to hear all that you researched, but it's just shocking to me because every single one of us in this house, yeah. we all experienced drastic and are changes still, and are yeah, still still it's still different so yeah and it's crazy to me too because I wonder just like how the pandemic overall has affected because like there's so much more stress in everybody's lives and, like stress has a big true part in your cycle and your period I didn't think about that that's yeah. true and like for me I would like when I first got vaccinated like I noticed it mm. and like I had my IUD in but my cycle was continuous mm-hmm. so I was like okay something's weird here yeah just weird 
the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health, they did a study that showed women who were vaccinated had an increase in cycle of one day on average and only for a couple of cycles. Okay. So basically, like, you... Okay, I'll go into it. So the study that they did, they collected data from 4,000 women ages 18 to 45 from natural cycles, which is the, like, FDA-approved... Ovulation tracker. Yes, yeah. You know, I hesitate to say birth control because it's really just tracking your cycle. Yeah, cycle tracking. Um, The study looked at three cycles before the initial vaccine and three cycles after. And for unvaccinated women, they just did six consecutive cycles. Okay. 55% of vaccinated women in the study had Pfizer, 35% Moderna, and 7% Johnson & Johnson. And that Johnson & Johnson. That Johnson & Johnson is... (laughs) Moderna gang. Moderna gang. Wait, I like for Pfizer. No. <laughs> we always think that the other person was Pfizer. We're both Moderna. We're both okay, we're both Moderna. But Who I swore Pfizer? you were Pfizer. Is it mom? Um, Sadie or Nat does. Okay. Yeah, I always swear you have Pfizer. I always swear you have <laughs> Pfizer. No, we're both Moderna. Both Moderna. Okay. <laughs> um, Gavi, the vaccine alliance, they discussed this study. And they also said that the reason the vaccine temporarily affects menstruation is the chemical crosstalk that occurs between the brain and the ovaries can be disrupted by physical or emotional stress. So Mm -hmm. the vaccine, that can be a physical stressor because it induces a strong immune response, which is very true. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the side effects, everybody knows about them. So they're saying that there was an effect, but it's it was temporary temporary yes like they're using the study that the nih did to like back up why the effects you know why they happened but Mm -hmm. like how they were so short term and their reasoning that does make sense it does yeah but it's weird that like it's still affecting us yeah and that's what i said in the beginning like i wonder if it's just like life yeah (laughs) you know it's it's so hard to know it's so hard but i feel like who honestly has a regular cycle at this point? I, everyone I talk to, nobody has a regular cycle. Like, I feel like regular cycles, like, you know, get it the same day at the end of the month. That doesn't even exist, I feel like. Yeah. And maybe it's because I, we have more stress in the world. We have more stuff. But I just feel like nobody has a freaking regular cycle. I know. I, I do now. And, like, I did all the way up until I got my – I always talk about my ID. Okay. But up I was until actually, I got it in. Um, a few months before I got it out. I was going to say, we have, did we address on here, rip to your IUD? No, because I didn't talk about it. I was just like, sayonara. <laughs> yeah, everyone just like a moment of silence. It's you guys, gone. I went in to get my IUD out because I was sick of being on the pill and the IUD because I was on the pill to regulate my cycle. Yeah. Because it was out of control. Mm. And I went in to get it out and my blood pressure was 168 over I don't I don't even, I like 100 or something mm-hmm. so much so that my OB was like I'm hesitant to put you on the pill again because it's so high yeah it, it's fine now like I have normal blood pressure but yeah like I was so nervous yeah so she had to get it out but I'm not sad I loved it it did great for oh you loved it I loved <laughs> it I no I really did oh yeah until it stopped know. working <laughs> 
Yeah, that was uh, well. I when you were just mentioned like a little bit earlier about your IUD, I was gonna say, wait, you're like you have it out and you're still bringing it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell everyone how you wanted to dig it out of the trash, and then it wasn't there. Oh, I did. I I tried to dig it out of the trash because hello, (laughs) I paid for that. I paid for that. I would just like rinse it off and put it in a bag and keep it. Ew. I wanted to see how small it was, right? Because like in reality, it's really tiny. Yeah. But um. I looked on the little tray with, like, the crumpled, like, um, you know. Papers. Yeah, whatever the doctor did. And it wasn't in there. I looked in the trash. wasn't in there. looked in the biohazard trash. was not in there. Like, they were both empty. I'm like, did you put it in your pocket and take it? (laughs) She's like, mine now. (laughs) Um, Okay, wait, quickly. Did it hurt getting it out? Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, I would say a 6. Was but, it worse getting it in or out? And I changed that. A five. Okay. Getting it in, a nine. Okay. Okay. Yes. But yeah, it was out. It was quick. And that's that. If you guys have any questions about IUDs, seriously, DM Ken's. Ask me. I would be happy to like give my thoughts on it. Yeah. Because I'm sure that it's like everyone always, it's so nice if you have to get something done and then you know you can go to someone and be like, what yes. do I expect? Um since we're talking about it, I honestly think I got the wrong one. I got the non-hormonal. Mm. So my doctor was like, do you want to get the Kylina, which is like the hormonal one, and it can stay in for five years? Mm. And I was like, no, I'm not going through that trauma again. Because could that regulate your cycle? I think it would. Oh, okay. Dang. Yeah. But my, so my you... whole thing is like, I don't want to be on anything. I, I just don't yeah. want the hormones, which is why I got the copper IED. It's non-hormonal. But and like, that was I'm strictly just so that you couldn't get pregnant, right? Well, it doesn't – what do you mean? Like you, the copper one just prevents pregnancy because it, it's no, it's non-hormonal, so it doesn't regulate your cycle. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But anyway, it's out. So. Yeah, that was a side note, but we just had to recognize her because she Rip. was always brought up, and I'm not saying it was a bad thing. No. But like, I feel like she was honestly, um, a guest on the episode. Honestly, yes. <laughs> so we love her okay so um i also found an article from the new york times like i said there were so many articles about this because it's just so interesting like there's so many aspects from the pandemic Mm -hmm. that like i'm so fascinated by um this new york times article basically said the same thing as the other sources i read Okay. They said most changes reported in women's menstrual cycles after receiving the COVID vaccine were temporary and not significant. Hmm. Like, basically, the women who were in the study and, like, who were asked, like, didn't even really notice. My changes were significant. I know. I was like, hello. <laughs> Why didn't you talk to us? Yeah. Um, it talked about women reporting odd changes in their menstrual cycles, including late periods, heavier bleeding, painful bleeding, and even postmenopausal women having a random period after not having one in years. Um, and that was like the That's very weird. few people that they talked to. That's weird. Weird, right? Like, Imagine you're like in menopause and you're like, finally, no period. <laughs> and and it. it's like, boom. <laughs> Aunt Flo comes to town. Literally. You're like, what? You're like, this isn't possible. Oh my gosh, it shouldn't be. Mm-mm. Um, the conclusion though was that women were bleeding for one more day on average than normal. Mm-hmm. Which, like, honestly, like I probably wouldn't even notice that either if it was just one day. Yeah. Yeah. So question, how did it affect your cycle? So for me, my 
flow, like typically I've had a very heavy flow mm-hmm. and it was basically like sometimes I wouldn't even have to wear a pad. Weird. Yeah. So it affected it in that way. And like, I specifically remember like that was after I got vaccinated hmm. and like the days, like I would have a lot more PMS and like days leading up to bleeding where I'd be like, I'm pretty sure I should be bleeding now. Yeah. It'd be like five days going by and then I bleed for like three days, mm-hmm. which is not normal. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mine changed because my cycle, um, so my cycle length is 43 days. My cycle is really long. That is long. Um, but before the vaccine, my period was extremely light. Mm-hmm. Like I would wear a pad for the like the heavy day, but it was never like uncomfortable. Where it's like, oh, I feel like I'm wearing a diaper and I'm sitting in my yeah. blood. Yeah. Like I was no just, gushing. Yeah, nothing like that. Um, well, the initial when you actually wake yeah. up, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like really light for like three days, and then it would be over. And now I have literally period symptoms for a week leading up to my period and then my period is like a week late so that whole week I have symptoms and then I actually bleed for a week so I literally have like almost like a two-week period now which is half the month yeah it literally sucks and I just looked at my flow app so bad and it says period in 11 days and I literally just got off like a week and a half ago that's so annoying so annoying yeah I'm like um get this vaccine out of me yeah (laughs) just kidding no, that is really annoying, though. Yeah, but, like, mine is, like, drastically different. Like, yeah. literally going from having nothing to having the biggest thing ever. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. We love talking about our periods. We do. <laughs> like, I feel like every episode we try and bring up, like, our cycle in some <laughs> way <laughs> or birth control. Well, I, I just love it because I've been so intentional about tracking it now. Yeah. And I feel so much more in tune with myself. Yeah, it's a really good feeling. Yeah, and, like, honestly, like, this makes me sound really bad, but honestly, whatever, I'm just going to say it. Um, You're like, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Um, I never really understood the entire process of this cycle. Like, Oh, I don't think you're alone in that. I'm, I know I'm not alone in that, and yeah. so that's why I'm, like, I'm just going to say it because, like, I might sound dumb, but I know I'm not alone. But once I started tracking my cycle and understanding, like, oh – I'm having cramps two weeks out from my period because I'm ovulating. Right. And ovulating, I obviously knew what ovulation was, but I didn't know when it happened. I didn't, like, I just didn't know. Or, like, why you have, like you said, certain symptoms with, like, certain parts of your cycle. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Yeah, and I realized that I get really tired when I'm ovulating. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, and I love that about the Flow app. Flow app needs to sponsor us. They really do. <laughs> but I love that it'll be, like, um, you might have a headache today or you might be tired today and then you obviously have to go pay and figure out why and then I'm not going to do that. But like, you know, it's just I never really understood my cycle. And so I think that's why I love talking about it because I feel like I really understand my body now. Yeah, I know, which is like, again, sorry, guys, but like <laughs> why I want to get off the pill because like I've heard so many women like on TikTok that are like, I'm not on anything and like I feel so in tune with my body. And, like, I feel, like, more feminine than ever. I'm like, I want to feel no, that No, literally, way. that is exactly how I, I feel. I want to feel that way. That is exactly how I feel because yes. we've talked about this. Like, I was literally on the pill for four and a half years. Yeah. And I, like, literally, I was shocked. Like, remember, okay, in the movie Percy Jackson, remember mm-hmm. when they're in, they're, like, eating the lotus flowers yeah. and they're, like, stuck there forever? Yeah. And then they finally break out of it and they're like, wait, we've been here for this long? Yeah. That's how I felt when I saw how long I was on the pill. I was like, 
what yeah and getting off of it I just like felt so good yeah I know I wonder too because like that like week that I wasn't on the pill Mm -hmm. I I don't know I feel like maybe it was like worsening my sad or something oh because like ever since I've been on I'm just like Mm. you know I don't know there's there's like so many layers to it you know there's so many layers but anyway um let's get back into it yeah (laughs) (laughs) big tangent (laughs) okay so I figured since we're talking about like periods and the vaccine affecting it there are a lot of other things that can actually affect your cycle which is I guess hard to research this topic because it's like yeah it could be the vaccine but like maybe you had a big light change or something Mm -hmm. so according to very well health and the Cleveland Clinic pregnancy the big one (laughs) big one lifestyle factors like excessive exercise like member in cross country when like you didn't have a period yeah literally like none of the athletes had yeah. periods i did because i wasn't that good but <laughs> but no seriously like tough hard excessive exercise an unhealthy diet excessive stress certain medications they mentioned specifically like antipsychotics antidepressants adhd mm. meds and some other ones those can alter your cycle hmm. and that makes sense yeah it you know does. it affects a lot in your body travel big lifestyle changes or even like changes in your routine like if you're doing a certain morning routine for a year and then you just like all of a sudden change it like that could affect it you know hmm. maybe very small but yeah some health conditions like PCOS, hypothyroidism, von Willebrand disease. Von Willebrand disease is a common bleeding disorder in girls and women. Hmm. So that can affect your period, um, as well as endometriosis. It's a big one. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of stuff that constitutes an abnormal period. And like I was saying, I just feel like so many people have an abnormal period. Yeah. Like everyone I talk to, like, nobody's normal, but um this these are the different things that mean that your period is abnormal um so you have an abnormal period if your periods occur less than 21 days or more than 35 days apart so if you have that less than 21 day mark or more than 35 so mine is abnormal because i'm at 43 but again like it's hard because that's normal for you yeah it's like abnormally normal right yeah that's a good way to put it yeah um also if you miss three periods or more in a row you might want to take a yeah you might want to take a test (laughs) but that's um abnormal if you miss more than three um if your menstrual flow is much heavier or lighter than usual that means your period is abnormal um periods that last longer than seven days me (laughs) um periods that are accompanied by pain cramping nausea vomiting i feel like that's normal nausea vomiting yeah you should not be vomiting yeah that's like to the point that's really much. bad but like, like and pain cramps are painful but like uh, that's not the same type of pain i think they're referring to yeah yeah nausea cramping mm-hmm. i feel like that's pretty normal yeah okay and then the last one is bleeding or spotting that happens between periods after menopause or following sex that's abnormal yeah so if any of these are happening consistently talk to your doctor like i feel like everyone has one period where it's like you're like oh that was kind of different like yeah that's never happened but like if it is happening consistently and you're getting worried Mm -hmm. talk to your doctor for sure yeah and like this one said like I feel like if it's like three three months or more in a row that like 
you haven't gotten your period or that it's been abnormal, then talk to your doctor. Because if it's like two months, you can't really tell if it's abnormal. Right. Like, so if you're seeing a pattern, then talk to your doctor because they know what's best and they can help you, whether that's getting on birth control to regulate your cycle or trying to figure out what else is going on, they can help you. So hopefully that helped because I know there's still a lot of like misunderstanding Mm -hmm. confusion like with cycles and periods you know yeah so hopefully that helped and be sure to follow us on instagram Mm -hmm. i think i mentioned that this episode Mm -hmm. again it's at real talk about feminism pod we post all sorts of stuff yeah we put a lot of effort into the instagram and we try and put out really good content that complements the topics that we talk about So it is really like the physical resource Mm -hmm. for you to go to. And I know we talk about it a lot and we've been really trying to, we say a lot when we're recording, oh, we'll post that on the story. And so we're trying to really follow through with that and post the pictures or the stuff we're talking about so that you guys see what we're actually referring to in certain episodes. So yeah, we're trying. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we're trying. I I don't have time for my love life. (laughs) I'm so outdated on my TikTok references. Yeah, but that's the classic. Yeah. Anyways, yes, so hopefully that helps you guys, and if you guys are shocked like us, like, we're shocked. Yeah, we are. But... I was in tears, honey. I was in tears. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just really surprised that it is not affecting more people, but also validated that it has affected your periods. It's just not Yeah, and, not like, long-term. everybody is different. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's plenty of people it didn't affect yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you ever want to talk about your period, then slide into our DMs. Yeah, seriously. Like, I love hearing about other women's, like, periods yeah. and PMS symptoms and stuff. It's yeah, so fun. it's really fun. So, anyways, yes, uh, we will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Have a great week. Bye, Bye guys.